0: Welcome to The Two Tones uh, with Tony DeBolfo. Greetings, Tony. Uh, Myself, Tony Moeclay. It is episode 18. Yes, that'll be episode yarks, would it not? Oh, yes. Christian Uh, Yarks. KJ. um,
1: Come on down, Paul Bauer. And Justin Murphy. Oh, yes. Uh, If memory serves, the man that had the football when the siren sounded the death knell on Eston in the 99 prelim. Yes. How can we forget that? That great... Moment when he threw the ball to the heaven's toes. We do have three 100 game players to wear the number 18. You'll be interested to learn. Murphy's one of them. Justin Murphy yeah. played 100. Arthur Sanger is the record holder, played through the the wartime, the yeah. 40s. And the great Alex Bongo Lang uh, also <laughs> played 100. A man remembered, perhaps in infamy as much as anything else, uh, one of the men implicated in the Great Bribery Scandal, so uh, Ah. many, many moons ago. But uh, a good player for Carlton, a a rover, as I recall, in the days of of Jack Worrell. Way back, way back in the days of yore, so... Um, some good players to warn the number, time for uh, sure.
0: In, yeah, including uh, well, Satori, you mentioned.
1: Yes, Peter Satori uh, wore the number 18. It was very stiff not to play in the 87 Premiership, mm. if memory serves, and is now um, rolling in it as an investment uh, uh, merchant banker well, uh, in Sydney Town. So we need to get... Yeah. P. Satori back on the books. There we
0: go. All right. (laughs) If you're listening, Satters, come back to mother. (laughs) exactly. Now, uh, round 17 was Carlton versus uh, the Western Bulldogs. We versed them, as my kids would say, (laughs) and we came (laughs) up short. It was... Not one for the purest tone, no, it was no. a it was a cold Jeez, uh, oh, was, it was a cold day it
1: was it was bitter. it yeah. really was bitter. and um, look, the football there were you know, it was spasmodic, I'd, I suppose you'd have to say Carl started well, yeah you know, He yeah, got three yeah. or four on the board, yeah, before the dogs responded, and yet really, from then on, it's almost seemed to me, Tone, that the team, our team, didn't really get out of the first gear. Yeah, you know, and I, I, looking at this, the final scoreline, what was it? Twenty points. It was
0: twenty points. It could have been twenty six. It I think could we have got been. a late one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and you reflect on the some of the the. Um, the mistakes that basically oh, gifted the Bulldogs goals.
0: Boy. I mean, you know, it, do, okay, two set shots a goal when Carlton was surging in that last quarter. Yes. Um, so, let's see, uh, you know, Jakob missed uh, uh, an easy set shot. Yep. So did um, uh, Levi, Levi, Levi. Oh, uh, the
1: poster in the yeah. last quarter. Yes. It, and that that didn't hurt. But in, you reflect even earlier moments in the game, you know, the the veteran the, cross goal yes. kick that was intercepted, you know, and well, little, little yeah. things that really hurt us, you know, really, really hurt the team, costly turnovers that, you know, were, were pretty fundamental basic errors, mm. you know, that, that really gifted the Bulldogs' um, um, goals mm. um, that early on went against the, the grain. You know, we, as I said, I feel Carlton started well and uh, were in the ascendancy early, but unfortunately, you know, mistakes were really what, what let the Bulldogs back into the game. And dare I say, the Dogs seem to have rediscovered their mojo. You know, we might have run them into a bit of form. We, we have to remind ourselves, though, Tony, that mm. we were up against the reigning premiers. Yeah,
0: you but know, that, that's it. It's, they haven't had a great year. If, if ever there was going to be a time that we would have knocked them off. True, they've that, had a letdown. Yeah. True,
1: they've had a letdown. must be said. But, you know, you reflect on who we went in without. Yeah. and You know, no crips. Daisy Thomas was late with... Withdrawal. Marchbank March was Bank's missing. That. Ed is another one. You know, Ed yeah. Cunningham. Yeah. So there's some good players out of midfield that you know, in a twenty point ball game, you'd have to say probably would have made the difference. So while it is disappointing, and while we've come up short again, you know, and again we've been in the game for a long, long time, and you know, at a pinch could have taken the contest. Mm. Um, I think there's still a lot to glean from um, from the performance you just have to hope like hell that with the um, the injury starting to mount that the players that are at Brendan Bolton's disposal now mm. can actually hang in because yeah. we do want to finish off the season uh, on a good note um, and we have to prevail. So that that's a, a huge test for each of the players uh, afforded the task of representing this club in the run home to um, the the end of the season
0: finals. I tell you, one person who I think will step up. Um, yes. Right. Yes. He's, two of those set shots were absolutely magnificent, and I, I don't know, I uh, I like to think I've got a eighty percent um, ability to foretell whether or not a set shot will be kicked. Yeah. Yep. I just feel it in my waters. Do you? Every time Wright has the ball, I have no concerns whatsoever. He's magnificent. He's a beautiful. He is a beautiful he kick.
1: A beautiful kick. And he, he, you know, you—it's you, a great call you make. You know, you watch the fellow. Uh, you know, w- assessing the circumstance and weighing it all up, and you're right. You know, with him in possession of the footy. Mm. You think geez, you're a better than reasonable chance of Riley threading this one. You I know, know but not
0: only the set shot, but his opportunistic goals. Oh, We've yes. Seen, I mean, his highlights reel for 2017 is going to take some beating. He's, Very um, true. He's fantastic as a goal shark.
1: What a what a great um, pick up he has been for the Carlton club. You know, and all power to the recruiters again. They've definitely got one right there. Pardon the pun with with you know Matty Wright. Um, it was also good to see Sylvani, uh, Alex Silvani back in the team. Yes. Hard nut that yeah. we really need, and a great competitor. You know, I have the knee injury isn't too serious. Yeah. You know, um, and again, as I said, we, we can ill afford uh, to lose more. We're, we're you know we're really up against it as is. Mm. Um, and another positive, of course, was um, the. You know, ongoing uh, the rise and rise of Liam Jones. It's it's just incredible. With that great news this week of him, you know, re signing for another couple. I mean, that. Imagine saying that two months ago. Two months ago. I mean, this this is. um, David Parkin was in here earlier, and so was Stephen Kearney, and both agreed they can't remember um, a player of any era in any club uh, being part of such a metamorphosis. Yeah. A complete turnaround—a fellow that was literally on the scrap heap, yeah. Uh, not, not only reviving his career, but you know, p- it's suddenly playing career best football. Yeah. And um, at 26, you've got to think that the best is ahead for for, for Liam Jones, and it's a great football story, you know. And um, unfortunately, the, in this day and age, Tony, the pages of uh, of sport are littered with uh, you know, uh, you know, nasty headlines, but you know there is the occasional diamond in yes. the rough and that surely is uh, the, the Liam Jones story in 2017.
0: Well, it's certainly going to be, um, yeah, the the story of 2017, possibly as far as the club goes. Yes. What's interesting about the Liam Jones thing, I think, Tone, is that when you look at players, and I think uh, Sunday's game revealed this, that there is, uh, in some parts of the ground, a lack of depth and there are players who are certainly trying hard but are just not using the ball well enough um, to justify ongoing inclusion in the team. So you start thinking, well, are they another Liam Jones? That that becomes the. Yeah. I don't know. Are they playing out of position? Is there going to be another um, ugly duckling story here? Um, Who knows? I'm not so was, sure a, though.
1: No, no, but but I th- suppose that the that's the salient lesson in the story of Liam Jones that um, that. Um, there is still an opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even when the circumstances are seemingly against you, uh, that if you, that you can find a way. And William Jones, to his credit, has prevailed and he's turned it around. And it's just, you know. To a man woman, we, we dip our lid to him. It's, it's yeah. been a great, great football story, hasn't it?
0: Well, we, we do love redemption um, as a rule. And he's been doing a hell of a lot of press. And not a press and meaning. media. You can't turn on the TV without seeing a bit of Liam Jones. He's a – can I just sound like a, a grandparent? He is a very well-spoken young man. <laughs> he's <laughs>
1: impressive. He is. He's impressive, yeah. He, he he's, um, and, and in actual fact, I was talking to a couple of Bulldogs devotees who uh, who – were also so very happy for him oh, uh, fellows like a well r- remembered played. him from yeah. the kennel that r- really rated him as a as a p- person uh who had nothing but the most admiration for, and the hack off. He's ours now. Yes, keep your gritty paws off, dog <laughs> yeah. lovers. Yeah. He's ours
0: now. Um, I didn't see the injury to to Buckley. I saw. I mean, I, firstly, I was pleased to see him back there. Yes, back uh, on the paddock. He did one or two things. He used his pace well, but. Didn't have um, a huge impact in the game. How bad is the knee injury, Tone?
1: Um, good question. I, I suspect at this stage of the week it's still to be assessed. I don't okay. know. Um, m- much the same for Alex Silvani. We, we hope that it was just maybe inflammation of the knee, yeah. you know, nothing structural there. And Kieran Byrne uh, was just you know suffering a groin complaint. Um, I think he still got through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the game, okay. He, and, uh, he's
0: he's getting yeah yeah. yeah. It's, I, I it's think great to get games into him. Because he's, he's going to come good,
1: very much so. And yeah. I and I think um, the coach has you know great reps on yeah. on uh, Kira and Burn um, and just the run off half back, you mm. know. And I I, I think he's. He's going to be, hopefully, you know, touch wood, he may be the success story of 2018. Mm. If, if he can stay on the paddock and then run home now, uh, let's hope with a full pre-season, he'll be um, a player that will make a s- significant contribution to the team's cause next year.
0: Um, Bokhurst, how did you rate his game?
1: Um, well, kicked a, kicked a good goal. That was um, a very nice goal. Uh, yeah, it was a good goal at a, at a good time. The Heat yeah. was still in the game. Um, probably, you know... Flashed in, flashed out, may not have made the sort of impact uh, overall that you would have liked from um, from him. Um, I suppose he, there's a player that's trying to, um, you know, has an opportunity to, I guess, make an impression yeah. in, the way, in the run home now, been given the opportunity to show his wares. So I think, you know, w- when we reflect on that, on those last five games to come, um, that's an enormous challenge for players mm. like Bokhurst, who are out to try and you know solidify their careers at Carlton. Um, so the, if you think about players like him, there's plenty to play for, Tony, isn't mm. there? You know, um, I think you know I, I, we saw glimpses of it, probably didn't see enough of it, um, and I suppose that's a challenge for for Blaine Bokhurst to bring some consistency to the table. Quarter to quarter, little alone game to game.
0: Well, yeah. Um, uh, now, uh, Kurnow, Charlie Kurnow's game. Um, well, there were, you know, so, uh, look, uh, last week's game um, was one for the again the highlights yes. reel. Um, yes. The the uh, the Footscray game. There were bits and pieces there where you know you could see that talent.
1: Yes. Uh, look, without making excuse, excuses, that we were talking off here earlier, weren't we, about the um, the horrific. Conditions, The weather conditions, you know I remember walking into the MCG uh, prior to the game And how swirling the the wind was And I remember thinking Crikey, it's going to be hard If you want to take a catch today, you know um, So whether the elements may have conspired Against players of Charlie's ilk uh, Every chance Uh, Not that they make that as an excuse, of course But, oh, look, Charlie um, He's just one of those young players That just needs games, you Mm. know And... uh, Again, we have we talked about him at length last week, didn't we? You know, how you can... The improvement in him is noticeable from quarter to quarter. Mm. I think what I love with Charlie's game now is his capacity to make position. Yeah. He's reading the game really well and he's no, he's, he's running patterns good. He knows where to run. Um, you know, he's getting himself in the right areas. And that comes with time and experience. And, and I'm sure as that continues... You'll see the confidence of the the man lift, mm. and um,
0: not only that, the midfield and their confidence in in being able to deliver it to him. Very true, and they're thinking that he is the go to option. Very
1: true, very true, and that's got to be that's got to all go well for his confidence. And I, I think he just becomes a better player because of it. I mean, it's frightening when you think of it, like just the sheer natural talent that he has. Mm. You know, the capacity to run, the, his capacity to you know take a lovely clean grab in the air. Um, uh, beautiful mover, you know, and he knows where the goals are too. Mm. Uh, I think we've got a really good player there and um, it's exciting to see Charlie Kuno's progress because we know he's only going to get better. better. And I think I think of Wayne Carey, you know, all those great players, Wayne Carey, Curnahan, uh, all those players have been there, done that, uh, are all as one in their um, assessment of Charlie Curnow, mm. that this is a player that's capable of playing, uh, you know, in a key role for the current football club for many years to come.
0: Now, I'm going to get you 3 two, 1 votes, Tone, but um, just speaking of Stiggs, you mentioned that he was in the club this weekend. On the other side of your votes for the Western Bulldogs Carlton game, I want you to tell us uh, just uh, one or two things about the visit of uh, the heroes of 95 to Princess Park this week. So, Tone, how did you see the votes, Tone? Well, Tone, I've probably got a little bit left here,
1: field here with my uh, one vote, but I think one of the heartwarming performances on a, on a very, very cold day, the MCG, was that of Zach Fisher. Yes. Now, Zach good Fisher, call. you know, he's, he, they're pushing him up the ground. Yeah. And he's starting to make his presence felt yeah. in midfield. I just love the way he darts in and out, you know, yeah. and uh, his capacity to run down players. He's good with the ball in his hands. You know, he's a good kick. He's a smart thinker. I like his work rate. You like his work rate. You know, we hope that he can perhaps... You know, put a bit of meat on the bone mm. to physically. You know, uh, we needed to see him build up a little bit, but
0: but I think. That's another another shining light. Yeah, I agree. Carlton. He's he's can I coin a phrase here he's trajecting well. He
1: is and I to quite a, to make another throw it another one, I like the cut of his jib. Yeah. But uh, I gave him one vote. Two votes to the man of the moment, uh Liam Jones. Oh, I just love yes. the way he's going about his football. The way he um imposes himself on the contest, you know Big body. I, he, yeah. he now you know, when he's coming through, way betide anyone yeah. from the opposition that's in front of his path because he's gonna he's gonna really hit a big body, as you say, um, and and he's he's quick to get to the contest too. He's unbelievably quick for a big man to mm. get across. I can recall one point him getting a you know that fist in at a vital moment to yes. spoil a, a, a bulldog opponent's marking opportunity. Very very um, good player for Carlton, uh, f- developing it by the week. And three votes to um, well, what a year he's had, oh. Matt Cruiser. I mean, the man just keeps on keeping on. He's got to be up there for all Australian selection as a ruckman. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, who's, Well, I think I think it's Ryder yeah. Ryder's, you know, had a great year for Port Adelaide. But to me, Cruz has been um, the beacon for Carlton. Mm. You know, the, it starts with him, the centre bounce, mm. and uh, just love the way he leads the way. You know, he's. I've noticed. I thought the weekend he's he's palming the ball was uh, um, was terrific. Yeah. Um, just watching his hand movements, he seems to be adding a few tricks in terms of, you know, his capacity to, you know, put the ball down the throat of the the on-baller. But it's his follow-up work, you know, his capacity to, um, you know, back up for the second, third, fourth contest. So it must inspire his teammates. Mm -hmm. And um, you've got the big man leading from the front and um, it all starts with him and... All power to him. He's, he's going to have to run very,
0: very close to the b and I would have thought. Oh, and uh, well-deserved. I think that is going to be a long-standing ovation. Very true. Uh, if it happens, at the John Nichols medal uh, later on in the year. Now, um, you mentioned David Parkin uh, and Sticks being in the place, talking to the first and second-year players. Yes, well, yes. What can you tell us about that just quickly, Tony, before we wrap up? Yes, Tony,
1: magnificent opportunity to, um, to hear um, both David Parkin and the great Stephen Kernahan articulate their thoughts on, on uh, the culture that, that into which they were immersed mm. in their times at Carlton Park, of course in two stints. You know, uh, early in 1981 he came back to the club. Uh, he came back in '91 to basically re, rebuild the list. Mm. Um, so he had two two uh, moments in time where Carlton was the you know was the subject of his attentions. Stephen Kernahan coming over from Glenelg.
0: Finally. Yeah, as part of that, uh, you know, magnificent trio.
1: That's right. And becoming captain in only second year in league football, he talked to the players about leadership and, uh, you know, rather humbly as he does, talked about how there were so many great leaders around when he assumed the captaincy, that Mm. that the task was made infinitesimally more easy for Mm. him. And, you know, really impressed upon the players the the fact that they too uh, can lead, can yeah. lead by example. Um, yeah. You know, he really looked at the collective and he said when you reflect back on 95, he said the strength was in numbers, you know, that the uh, capacity of all the players to, to really... Uh, work together Parkin also r- Reminded how that was a year In which he basically sat back and let the players Coach themselves It was rather funny uh, uh, To hear David saying that Reflecting on his notes of the 95 season uh, There were meetings Chaired by Stephen Kernahan In which Parkin wasn't even <laughs>
0: <laughs> Party too, <laughs> right? But he, but you and know they were, they were at the KFC down the road. <laughs> <laughs> but, but
1: every 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 chance, Tony. Yeah. But but you know, but when you th- hear that, you realise the implicit trust that the coach had in his men. Yeah. That that you know that together they could actually. Um, uh, you know, d- develop this pl- blueprint for success. Mm. And, um, you know, Parkin often refers to 95 as the easiest year he ever had coaching because the players basically coached themselves. Mm. I'm sure he's sell it, selling his, himself short here, but um, but that's how he recalled that that was a year in which the players basically took control. And he said it was probably an unprecedented moment in in – Football history Mm -hmm. That had not been done before And I'm sure that there's other clubs now That emulate what happened in that year And and I'm sure here at Carlton Brendan Bolton Espouses um, the collective You know, the strength of the group And the unity of purpose across the board So uh, maybe we're seeing history repeat, Tony And um, it only seems like Yesterday since '95, but here we are, 22 years later. A long
0: and 22 years later. Listen, uh, well, you know, I'm happy for Bolts to be as, hand as hands-on as he needs to be.
1: David Parkin, too, I should say, also commended the group. Yep. The first and second year players. said, it's magnificent to see your progress. Um, I think you're well coached. He's a very good coach at the helm. Well, that's and high I'm praise. And I'm enjoying the progress. So to hear that from, you know... From um, the great D Park And I think it goes well for, for what's happening at Carlton Circa 2017
0: Well that journey continues next week uh, Tone, Carlton versus the Brisbane Lions, Lions Sunday the 23rd of July The Gabba at 4.40pm They love being in Carlton uh, Brisbane They uh, for some reason Always seem to dig deep And yes. play well against Carlton Yes You know yes. there's the Fev connection There's uh, the uh, Mitch connection um, uh, how do you rate or how do you preview this game? Well, what?
1: Uh, well, we've got them Up together We've got them. We've got them up north. Um, yeah, look, it's a, it's a, it's a real test. And as you say, we've had, we've had issues with them previously. Senior called Daniel Rich always bring the bogey Zorko's another one mm. that they've had trouble with. So obviously they're going to have to uh, pay particularly close attention to those players. Um, we talked about you know the issue of injury and playing personnel being a little bit down. So, oh. but again, that's something that the players called upon to do the job have to um, you know find a, a way through. Um, oh, look, it's a it's just another test, isn't it? It's a, it's another really good test. Um, there are players uh, we know that have um, are there have got have got an opportunity to really make an impression. Um,
0: so the pressure's on. Um, you know, this is, this will be a, be a tough game for Carlton. The pressure is indeed on, Tone, but um, <coughs> look, Carlton, if nothing else, have given us value for money this year because uh, Carlton have been competitive. There's only one game, the Port Adelaide game from... Well, it seems like three and a half years ago. It does. on in the season. So, as I say, come what may, the team will be in there giving it its all. Carton v Brisbane, Sunday, the 23rd of July. The Gabba, 4.40pm. I'm going to be at the Grandview Hotel in Fairfield watching it.
1: You'll be down there in sunny Fairfield at the yes. Grandview. So. I don't know that there's uh, there's a, a designated area for Carlton supporters not making the trip to the Gabba to watch the game. So maybe all roads lead to Fairfield Town, Tony, in the Grandview Hotel.
0: Well, there is a car park there. Yes. And uh, the Palmers are good.
1: Yes, lovely. We want we want to see plenty of blue and white in the in the lounge, don't we?
0: And there is a, there is a lot of interactive barracking at the Carlton Games here. It's a good area for that. Yes. It, it's either that or people just randomly yelling at the screen. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I'm not quite sure. But that's right. <laughs> be come on down, um, Tone. Um, thank you,
1: a pleasure, Tone. Lovely I'll catch to be you here next week. All the very best to you. Have a great week.
0: Thank you, Tony D'Alfonso and Tony Markley. Signing off for the two tones, and we say go blues. We'll catch you next week.